What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Jonathan Hood with you on a Saturday morning. We're our Saturday morning UTH pod. I am in the car, not on the patio. I'm in the car. Going to make a beer run here at, uh, what time is it? 8.40 on a Saturday morning. Getting uh, ready for this three-day weekend. I'll stop over here at the liquor store. The liquor store. And... Uh, <laughs> gonna get ready for this three-day weekend hope that you have a great three-day weekend man it is it's a brother's birthday monday is my birthday labor day i had to look it up on the calendar i'm like and uh you know it's like wait today is my birthday on the 7th it'll be my birthday i said okay circle this today is my birthday the 7th and i had to get on the calculator and actually add let's see uh 2020 minus uh, 48 what did that happen I'm gonna wake up on Labor Day to be 48 years old, so that's gonna that'll be interesting. Happy birthday to me, 48. Wait a minute, how'd that happen? Um, and it is Virgo season, and I think finally of the times, and this is happens in this business. We have so many friends and broadcasting, and they get opportunities elsewhere, and you know, uh, Ray Flores, Nick Friedel, and I would go out around this time every year when they both worked in town like Ray's killing it doing MMA and boxing for Fox and Premier Boxing Networks he's living in Santa Monica and uh, Nick Friedel who also is a fellow Virgo living in the Bay Area killing it you know doing NBA love talking to Nick and having him on the shows over the years my friend um, living in San Francisco in the Bay Area so you know I, I miss our us coming together and having dinner and drinks to celebrate our Virgo-ness because our birthdays are so close together Ray's thing is late August and it's, then it's my birthday then it's Nick's birthday so we love celebrating our Virgo-ness because it is Virgo season as uh, you'll see on social media girls say it's Virgo season now you know so I miss those guys um but yeah, so <laughs> I hope that you're checking out uh, David Kaplan and I for Cap and J Hood every morning at seven. I'm having a blast in the show. We just completed my third week with David, and uh, we're we're having fun. And I hope that you're having fun listening to us as well. Uh, it's it's different, and sometimes you got to do something that's different in your career. And I'm having fun with it. Absolutely having fun. Hope that you're interacting with our show or listening to it seven to ten. If you haven't downloaded that ESPN Chicago app, please do so. Um, but yeah, we're we're having fun talking Chicago sports with you every morning. And it's funny on Friday we worked together and we were talking about the Bears quarterback situation because Mitchell Trubisky is taking on Nick Foles and both guys are jockeying for a position to find out. Uh, who is going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears, right? And I said all the, the whole time, I said, Mitch Trubisky is going to start for the Bears against the Lions, even though I know Nick Foles is the better quarterback because of the resume. I mean, Nick Foles is a Super Bowl champion. A lot of his successes come off the bench, but I said, you know, Foles is a better quarterback. But Mitch is going to start because I believe Ryan Pace and the uh, head coach for the Bears, Matt Nagy, want to be right. Now, we know that... It, Mitch has had some really good success against the Lions, but that's that's beside the point. You're trying to win games, right? And they're going to ro- roll with Mitch until Mitch 
fails in the job, and then they're going to give it to Foles for the rest of that time. I said that was going to happen, and it happened. And I also said that they would do it like during the holidays, like on a news dump. That's exactly what they did. They could have put this out here Tuesday or Wednesday of this week as I record this, but now they put it Friday night. We were on the air from 7 to 10 in the morning waiting for the, um, the announcement. Knew it wasn't going to happen, and they put it out there like tucked away like Friday night at 6 when Schefter put it out there. That's the first time I saw it was Adam Schefter. It's like, okay, no surprise, right? You knew that's going to happen. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So Mitch is going to start. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Simple as that, right? We'll just see what happens. But they're putting all their chips in the in the middle of the table saying that Mitch is the starter and Mitch will be fine. Okay. I just want you to think about it from this standpoint. You acquired Mitch, uh, Nick Foles because you wanted to upgrade the position. That's why you did that, right? You acquired Nick Foles and said, you know what? We're going to get Nick Foles in here because we need to have someone to push Mitch or to uh, switch out the quarterback position. And the guy that you acquired is not even good enough to beat Nick uh, Nick Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky, sorry. <laughs> I'm switching the two quarterbacks. Um, so what you're saying is that you acquired a quarterback and a Super Bowl caliber quarterback and Nick Foles was not good enough to beat Mitch Trubisky. How crazy is that? It's true. <laughs> he wasn't even good enough to beat Mitch. So how good is Nick Foles right now in training camp? That's the thing that resonates with me the most. It's weird, right? You think someone who is the better quarterback would have the upper hand against Mitch Trubisky, and it was not the case. Not the case. Okay. <laughs> We'll see what happens. No idea um, how this is all going to unfold. I said at the time that when the schedule first came out, I said seven and nine. I think I'm thinking more like eight and eight now, like they were last year. But I don't see like eleven and five or twelve and four. That means that the Packers have to be really bad and the Vikings have to be really bad or really mediocre. And I just don't see that. I can't see three teams out of the North winning the. Uh, you know, be having a playoff berth, so I just don't see that. Hope that you're gonna have a great Labor Day weekend as I just drive along here, getting to my destination, just getting set for Labor Day weekend. The crown's already at the crib. I just gotta get this beer and some water and fill up this cooler. Um, by the way, Milwaukee Bucks, bro, <laughs> the number one seed. No wonder they were getting like these 12:30 p.m. starts. The Milwaukee Bucks. As I record this down, 3 nothing to Miami. Jimmy Butler is a beast, an absolute beast. Not surprising, right? That Miami Heat team is good. It's well coached by Eric Spolstra. Bam Adebayo is a terrific uh, Robin to Jimmy Butler's Batman. It's a well-rounded team. And then look at the Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo. All the speculation is, oh, my God. He looks at the Bucks and say, okay, will I ever be able to win a championship here in Milwaukee? Well, he should still try, but even in this era, even though he's not an AAU guy that you would think that would move from team to team, he's got to say, there must be a ceiling to our success here. It's not good enough. And then um, the Houston Rockets, as I record this on Saturday morning, I saw the Rockets and the Lakers. 
Man, it's just different for some of these teams in the bubble. It's just different. You know, the Lakers look so slow and older against the Houston Rockets. Could you imagine the Rockets beat the Lakers, what Laker Nation would be saying? Which means they would be tripping if the Lakers fell short in this bubble. I'll never bet against LeBron James until I have to bet until I actually have to bet against LeBron James. <laughs> I'm not gonna bet against him, but man, I didn't look good in game one, but it's uh the NBA in the bubble is very interesting. There's no real home court advantage for anyone. It's just your production against someone else's. No crowd to help you, no crowd against you, it's just everything's neutral. Now it's just about your ability. It's uh, very compelling, to say the least. So I've enjoyed the NBA a lot uh, in the bubble. Glad they're still playing. The White Sox, they're beating up on the Royals. You know, it's funny about Twitter, and we know that Twitter's not real life. But it's kind of funny to read people on Twitter talk about, well, you know, the Sox can't beat the Twins, but they're beating up on the Royals. Well, imagine if the Sox were losing against the Royals, too. You know, I, I never look at baseball in that, oh, well, you know, the Sox, it is, frust- it is really frustrating for me as a White Sox fan that they cannot beat the Twins two out of three because I got my friend uh, Henry Lake from WCCO in Minneapolis and my guy Manny Hill uh, from Score North laughing at me because they're Twins guys. They are in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and there's like, what it do, what it do? I don't want to hear it, man. I don't want to hear it. Because I can't stand the Twins. But the thing is, is that with this White Sox team, I didn't have any expectations for this team coming into this season. No expectations. I First of all, I didn't know we were going to have 60 games. That's one. But the other thing is, is that, um, you know, it, to me, it's about incremental success. I'm not making any excuses for the White Sox because they played poorly in those two, the last two games of that series. But, man, you got to beat whoever you can in these 60 games to try to get yourself solidified for the playoffs, you know. And so I, I don't care who they play. I want them to win series so they can garner momentum moving forward. That's the whole thing for me. And um, so, yeah, this week, if you go back to the archives of the cap. Cap and Jay Hood show. I was not happy with that. <laughs> I was not happy. Uh, and just, and I also think that when the Sox are really seriously thinking about winning, that they'll replace the manager. I'm not a normally a coach killer or you know asking for people to be fired all the time in my career. I mean, you can check the record. I've never been that guy, really. But I just, I know that the Sox are my favorite team, the team that means the most to me in Chicago, and I just, you know. I just don't think that Renneria is that good a manager. I think he's a good A to B guy, nice guy, but you got to move forward and do something different in that spot. That's just me. Um, and the Cubs are taking on St. Louis, and that's a really great rivalry still in sports with the Cardinals and the Cubs. That's still a lot of fun. And as the Cardinals, the COVID Cardinals, they've had like they're going to be playing like 25 different doubleheaders or something like that, 50 doubleheaders to try to make up for all the lost time. And Cubs should be able to knock that out three out of five, I would imagine. And Hugh Darvish is a Cy Young award-winning candidate for this season. Here's a guy that didn't even want to pitch because of COVID-19. He's like, I don't know. And now he's just been lights out. So maybe this is his year. Maybe this will be this season will be a Cy Young season for Hugh Darvish. Very well could be the case. So 
that'll be a lot of fun for Cub fans to see you Darvish get that award and to see exactly where the Cubs are going to be this upcoming season like they've been so anemic offensively a lot this season but when when will the light turn on for them if at all for the rest of the season we'll find out hope that you are enjoying Cap and Jay Hood every morning I know I am it's a different experience and I like it I really do it's I just know that a lot of people I listen to under the hood are coming over to the mornings and I appreciate you listening and supporting the show I really do just want to continue to build on this show build momentum for this show and let it just be a spot where you can laugh you know I was thinking I was talking to somebody the other day about this 2020 just just sucks it's the shits man because of not just from celebrity deaths it's not about that it's about how so many people have died because of COVID-19 because of what's happening in our world and we just need to laugh a little bit and smile a little bit there's a lot of people going through a lot of shit I understand that um, I have the pulse I, I, I feel for people that are going through mental hurdles going through stress trying to find out how you can pay your bills from month to month to week to week and if I can or if Kaplan can we can as a show get you away for that from that for like you know just for three hours we want to do that we can unburden you from your troubles for at least three hours we want to do that give you something else to think about argue with us laugh with us when it comes to sports it's fine you know I, I'm not concerned about the offended I'm not concerned about that. You know, be offended. All right? Every time I say something, you're going to be offended. Every time Kaplan says something, you're going to be offended. So be offended. I don't care about people that are offended. What I care about is that we can give you something different than what you normally listen to in the morning or on sports radio, period, in this town, in Chicago. So that that's my – every time I wake up in the morning and know that I'm going to do a show with Kaplan – I always think, man, if I could just make somebody laugh, somebody think, somebody react to what we're talking about, then I think that we can have a successful show. But in particular, this year, the start of this decade, so many things have happened, so much unexpected stuff that's happened in our streets, in our world, that we just want to get you away from that just for a few hours, just to think about something else. I don't mind being that distraction. You know, next year will be 30 years of me broadcasting. And the whole key is to provide a distraction and talk about something that can make you happy, that can get you go- get you going when it comes to sports or entertainment. And so hopefully we can continue to do that for you. I've just completed the third week, as I mentioned, of working with Cap and um, having a blast. So as I mentioned, I, I love to just stop in every Saturday morning whether I'm on the patio or me going to get this beer run here in Indiana and uh, and just want to just reach out to you and say hope that you have a great Labor Day weekend and uh, hope that you tune in Tuesday morning at 7 because Cap and I will be talking about um, Mitch Trubisky, the old bait and switch it's so funny, the old bait and switch I knew Trubisky was going to start I knew, <laughs> I knew Trubisky was going to start. I knew it. 
And so he's going to start against the Lions. All you can do is root for good things with the Bears. You don't root against Mitch. If you're a Bears fan, you just root for wins and see if they can stack them up and then see what the season brings. But just remember, they brought Foles in for a reason, and even Foles could not beat out the great MT-10. All right. (laughs) All right, we'll talk Tuesday morning at 7. Don't forget to follow along on Instagram, IGJHood, Twitter.com, TweetJHood, Snapchat, SnapJHood. And in the description of this podcast, you'll be able to pick up on the Cap and J Hood podcast. If you have not subscribed, please do so. That way you never miss an episode every morning at 7 on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. All right. Be safe. Talk to you Tuesday at 7. Tell them where I'm about to be, I'm burned down on them for I have a nigga running me. Talk your 